विष्णुपाद परमहंस परिव्रजाचार्य अस्तोतर श्री श्रीमद हिज डिवाइन ग्रेस ए सी भक्ति वेदांत स्वामी शिल प्रभुपाद की इस्कॉन बीबीटी फाउंडर आचार्य शिल प्रभुपाद की जय ओम विष्णुपाद परमहंस परिव्रजाचार्य अस्तोतर श्री श्रीमद हिज डिवाइन ग्रेस भक्ति सिद्धांत सरस्वती ठाकुर शिल प्रभुपाद की नामाचार्य शिल हरिदास ठाकुर की जय 
प्रेम से कहो श्री कृष्ण चैतन्य प्रभु नित्यानंद श्री अद्वैत गदाधर श्रीवासादि गौर भक्त वृंद की श्री श्री राधा कृष्ण गोप गोपीनाथ श्याम कुंड राधा कुंड गिरी गोवर्धन की श्री वृंदावन धाम की जय नवदीप धाम की जय मायापुर धाम की जय जगन्नाथपुरी धाम की जय गंगा माई की जय जमुना माई की जय भक्ति देवी की जय तुलसी महारानी की जय सामवेत भक्त वृंद की जय निताई गौर प्रेमानंदे ऑल ग्लोरीज टू दी असेंबल डिवोटिज All glories to the assembled devotees all glories to the assembled devotees all glories to shri guru and goranga all glories to his divine grace ac bhakti vedanta swami shila prabhupad ki jai om namo bhagavate vasudevaya नमो भगवते वासुदेवाय ओम नमो भगवते वासुदेवाय रीडिंग फ्रॉम श्रीमद भागवतम कैंटो सेवन चैप्टर नंबर इलेवन द परफेक्ट सोसाइटी फोर सोशल क्लासेस विल बी रीडिंग वर्स ट्वेंटी सिक्स ट्वेंटी सेवन एंड ट्वेंटी एट टूडे उपलभ्यम गृह मंदना वर्तने स्वयं मंडिता नित्यम परिमिष्ट परिच्छद सम्मजनोपलेपाभ्यम गृहमंडनवर्तमने गृहमंडनवर्तने स्वयं च मंडिता निम परिमृष्टपरिच्छद सम्मजनोपलेपाभ्यम गृहमंडनवर्तने स्वयं च मंडिता नित्यम 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 परिमृष्टपरिच्छद 
सोपलेपाभ्यं गृहमंडनवर्तने स्वयं च मंडिता नित्यं परिमृष्टा परिच्छद मातजी सोपलेपाभ्यं गृहमंडनवर्तने स्वयं च मंडिता नित्यं परिमृष्टा परिच्छद सोपलेपाभ्यं गृहमंडनवर्तने स्वयं चनिता नित्यं परिमेष्टा परिच्छद वर्ष नंबर ट्वेंटी सेवन कामैर उवाचवैसवधि दामने चाक्य सत्य प्रिय दमेन च काले काले भजेत पतिम सो वर्ड बाय वर्ड नाउ सम्मार्जना बाय क्लीनिंग उपलेभ्यम बाय स्मियरिंग विथ वॉटर और अदर क्लेंजिंग लिक्विड्स गृहा द हाउस होल्ड मंडना डेकोरेटिंग वर्तने remaining at home and engaging in such duties swayam personally cha also mandita finely dressed nityam always parmishtra cleansed parichada garments and household utensils translation and then we'll read another verse then we'll have the purport so translation by his divine grace ac bhakti vedanta swami shila prabhupad a chaste woman must dress nicely and decorate herself with golden ornaments for the pleasure of her husband always wearing clean and attractive garments she should sweep and clean the household with water and other liquids so that the entire house is always pure and clean she should collect the household paraphernalia and keep the house always aromatic with incense and flowers and must be ready to execute the desires of her husband being modest and truthful controlling her senses speaking in sweet words a chaste woman should engage in the service of her husband with love according to time and circumstances text 28 संतुष्टालोलुपा दक्षा धर्मग्न प्रिय सत्यवाक अप्रमत्तसुची स्निग्ध पतिम्त्व अपतिम भजेत अ चेस्ट वुमन शुड नॉट बी ग्रीडी बट सैटिस्फाइड इन ऑल सर्कमस्टेंसेस she must be very expert in handling household affairs and should be fully conversant with the religious principles she should speak pleasingly and truthfully and should be very careful and always 
uh, clean and pure. Thus, a chaste woman should engage with affection in the service of husband who is not fallen. Purport. According to the injunction of Yagnavalkya, an authority on religious principles, Ashuddhe Sampratikshyohi Mahapathaka Dushita. One is considered contaminated by reactions of great sinful activities when one has not been purified according to the methods of Dasha Vida Samskara. In Bhagavad Gita, however, Lord says, Namam Dushkritino Muda Prapadyante Naradhama. Those miscreants who do not surrender unto me are the lowest of the mankind. The word Naradhama means non-devotee. Shri Chaitanya Mahaprabhu also said, Ye bhaje sei bada bhakta hina chara. Anyone who is a devotee is sinless. One who is not a devotee, however, is the most fallen and condemned. It is recommended, therefore, that a chaste wife not associate with a fallen husband. A fallen husband is one who is addicted to the four principles of sinful activity, namely illicit sex, meat-eating, gambling and intoxication. Specifically, if one is not a soul surrendered to the Supreme Personality of Godhead, he is understood to be contaminated. Thus a chaste wife is advised not to agree to serve such a husband. It is not that a chaste woman should be like a slave with her husband who is a slave. Sorry, I'll read again. Thus a chaste wife is not advised not is advised not to agree to serve such a husband. It is not that a chaste woman should be like a slave while her husband is Naradhama, the lowest of men. Although the duties of women are different from those of a man, a chaste woman is not meant to serve a fallen husband. If her husband is fallen, it is recommended that she give up his association. Giving up the association of her husband does not mean, however, that a woman should marry again and thus indulge in prostitution. If a chaste woman unfortunately marries a husband who is fallen, she should live separately from him. Similarly, a husband can separate himself from a woman who is not chaste according to the descriptions of Shastra. The conclusion is that a husband should be a pure Vaishnava and a woman should be a chaste wife with the symptoms described in this regard. Then both of them will be happy and make spiritual progress in Krishna consciousness. Om Ajnana Timirandasya Jnananjana Shalakaya Chakshurun Militam Yena Tasmai Shri Guruve Nama Shri Chaitanya Manobhishtam Sthapitam Yena Bhutale Swayam Rupa Kadamayam Dadati Swapadantikam Vandeham Shri Guru Shri Yuta Padakamalam Shri Guru Vaishnavamsha Shri Rupam Sagrajatam Sahagana Raghunathan Vitam Tam Sajivam Sadvaitam Savadutam Parijana Sahitam Krishna Chaitanya Devam 
ಶ್ರೀರಾಧಾಕೃಷ್ಣಪಾದನ್ ಸಹಗಣಲಿತಾ ಶ್ರೀ ವಿಶಾಖಾನ್ವಿತಾಂಶ ಹೇ ಕೃಷ್ಣ ಕರುಣಾಸಿಂಧು ದೀನಬಂಧು ಜಗತ್ಪತೆ ಗೋಪೇಶ ಗೋಪಿಕಾಕಾಂತ ರಾಧಾಕಾಂತ ನಮೋಸ್ತುತೆ ತಪ್ತ ಕಾಂಚನ ಗೌರಾಂಗೀ ರಾಧೆ ವೃಂದಾವನೇಶ್ವರಿ ಋಷಭಾನುಸುತದೇವಿ ಪ್ರಣಮಿ ಹರಿಪ್ರಿಯ ವಾಂಛಕಲ್ಪತರೂಭ್ಯ ಕೃಪಾಸಿಂಧೂಭ್ಯ ಪತಿತೇಭ್ಯೋ ವೈಷ್ಣವೇಭ್ಯೋ ನಮೋ ನಮ ಶ್ರೀಕೃಷ್ಣ ಚೈತನ್ಯ ಪ್ರಭುನಿತ್ಯಾನಂದ ಶ್ರೀಅದ್ವೈತ ಗದಾಧರ ಶ್ರೀವಾಸಿ ಗೌರಭಕ್ತವೃಂದ ಹರೇ ಕೃಷ್ಣ ಹರೇ ಕೃಷ್ಣ 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 ಹರೇ 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 ರಾಮ ಹರೇ ರಾಮ 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 ಹರೇ ಹರೇ ಸೊ ವಂಡರ್ಫುಲ್ ಪರ್ಪೋರ್ಟ್ ವೆರಿ ಇನ್ಸೈಟ್ಫುಲ್ ವಿ ಹ್ಯಾವ್ ಬಿನ್ ರೀಡಿಂಗ್ ದಿಸ್ ಸೆವೆಂತ್ ಕ್ಯಾಂಡ್ ಲೆವೆನ್ ಚಾಪ್ಟರ್ ಆ್ಯಂಡ್ ಟೈಟಲ್ ಇಸ್ ಫೋರ್ ದ ಪರ್ಫೆಕ್ಟ್ ಸೊಸೈಟಿ ಆ್ಯಂಡ್ ಫೋರ್ ಸೋಷಿಯಲ್ ಕ್ಲಾಸಸ್ ಸೊ ದಿಸ್ ಇಸ್ ಅ ಕಾನ್ವರ್ಸೇಷನ್ ಹ್ಯಾಪ್ನಿಂಗ್ ಬಿಟ್ವೀನ್ ಯುಧಿಷ್ಠಿರ್ ಮಹಾರಾಜ್ ಆ್ಯಂಡ್ ನಾರದ್ ಮುನಿ ಆ್ಯಂಡ್ ಯುಧಿಷ್ಠಿರ್ ಮಹಾರಾಜ್ ಹರ್ಡ್ ಅಬೌಟ್ ದ ಪಾಸ್ಟ್ ಟೈಮ್ಸ್ ಆಫ್ ಪ್ರಹ್ಲಾದ್ ಮಹಾರಾಜ್ ಆ್ಯಂಡ್ ದೆನ್ ಹೀ ವಾಸ್ ಇನ್ಸ್ಪಾಯರ್ಡ್ ಆ್ಯಂಡ್ ಹಿ ಆಸ್ಕ್ ಕ್ವಶನ್ಸ್ ಅಬೌಟ್ ವಾಟ್ ಈಸ್ ಪ್ಯೂರ್ ಡಿವೋಷನಲ್ ಸರ್ವಿಸ್ ಇನ್ ದ ಸೆನ್ಸ್ ಹಿ ಆಸ್ಕ್ ಅಬೌಟ್ ಸನಾತನ ಧರ್ಮ ಆ್ಯಂಡ್ ಹಿ ಆಲ್ಸೋ ಆಸ್ಕ್ ಅಬೌಟ್ ವರ್ಣಾಶ್ರಮ ಧರ್ಮ ಸೊ ವಿ ಹ್ಯಾವ್ ಬಿನ್ ರೀಡಿಂಗ್ ಆ್ಯಂಡ್ ಫಾರ್ ನಾವ್ ವಿ ಹ್ಯಾವ್ ರೆಡ್ ದ್ಯಾಟ್ ಹೌ ಸವೈ ಪುಂಸಾ ಪರೋ ಧರ್ಮ ಯಥೋ ಭಕ್ತಿ ರಥೋಕ್ಷಜೆ ನಾರದ್ ಮುನೀಸ್ ಅಡ್ವೈಸಿಂಗ್ ಅಬೌಟ್ ದಿಸ್ ವಾಟ್ ಈಸ್ ಹರ್ಡ್ ಫ್ರಮ್ ನಾಟ್ ಹೀಸ್ ಓನ್ ನಾಲೆಜ್ ಬಟ್ ವಾಟ್ ಈಸ್ ಸ್ಪೋಕನ್ ಬೈ ಲಾರ್ಡ್ ವಿಷ್ಣು ಹಿಮ್ಸೆಲ್ಫ್ and then he is describing about varnashram dharm we have been reading about the 30 qualities then we have been reading about qualities of individual brahmana vaishya shudra and kshatriya we have been reading about all these things and then now today from past few verses we are reading about women the chaste women and all those qualities so we saw about how the society is perfect when there are perfect men perfect brahmanas perfect, perfect uh, kshatriyas perfect vaishyas perfect shudras and then now we are reading about the perfect women and when perfect men perfect women live together they are perfect families and when the family is perfect then the society becomes perfect so this is the flow of what we have been reading so far now what is the difference we always notice that there is always this difference between the modern society and the society that we are that was described that is described in the scriptures there is ideal we know it's far from perfect the society that we living in now so what's the difference the modern society is more centered towards the self everybody is fighting for rights you know women rights and animal rights and this rights and gay rights and all this rights all these are so centered towards the self however when we read about this vedic society it's more centered towards everyone it's more more centered towards how you are performing your duties in relation to others like we saw how a man he takes care of the household how brahman vaishya kshatriya they do their duties it's not centered to the self it's centered more towards their role in a community 
it's centered more towards what they can do to contribute to the society as a whole and that's how the society becomes perfect and that's how everything flows when everything like you know like a jigsaw puzzle when all the pieces are fit together everything works and it, it shows a big beautiful nice picture similarly when every character every person in the society knows what their role is and perform their duties accordingly then the society becomes perfect and this is now that is why here we are talking about the duties or role of a woman normally when we think of you know when outsiders they think of the modern they think of this vedic view what we read they think about women as somebody who's housebound like a slave or somebody who's just meant to do the domestic chores somebody who's just meant to be inferior however this is completely you know prabhupada has given us wonderful purport and this is completely not what it is said prabhupada has also used the word that women is not a slave then what exactly is the role of women we are saying not this not that what exactly is the role of women then it is said that women's role is very very important even modern some poets have said a hand that rocks the cradle rules the world that means whoever the mother who is you know uh, pushing the swing that that is a very powerful the role of women is very powerful all these four varnas that we saw brahmana kshatriya vaishya shudra no matter who they are the first guru for them is mother mother is the first introduction and this does not begin after birth here we read about the samskaras the 10 samskaras dashvida samskaras the first samskara is garbhadan samskar which is even before the child is born and then there is some while the woman is pregnant and there are so forth there are so many samskaras and that is what samskaras are not merely a ritual not merely a ceremony all these qualities the spiritual qualities are imbibed by a child right before conception then during what uh, during what the mother does like we all have the example that um uh, arjuna spoke about uh, the battlefield and he was teaching about this uh, 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 chakra view he was speaking about this to subhadra while she was pregnant and uh, uh, parikshit abhimanyu heard it in the stomach itself so it's not that you know it's just some mere tales the child learns a lot right from the womb we know about prahlad maharaj how he was so fortunate that narad muni was giving him all the teachings and he was already there so this is the role of mother they are not just there just you know just basic like uh, they say in the modern time of what it is uh, full time mother or some housewife was something that everybody said oh this is very inferior you know no we need something better than came homemaker and full time mom and uh, like like stay at home mom and so many different different titles but that is not just a job it's a big 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 responsibility it's not just that you are uh, just uh, cleaning the house here it is said you know she is cleaning the house she is keeping the house clean so what is all this purpose for what is why does one do all these things the purpose is the whole atmosphere that is created by doing these activities it becomes spiritual prabhupad said cleanliness is next to godliness 
So when there is whole atmosphere of cleanliness, the place does not remain like an ordinary place. The place is transformed to an ashram, especially, you know, there is incense, there is flowers, and, and all these things uh, that are there in the house. The whole atmosphere is transformed with that cleanliness. And that cleanliness not only means outside, the cleanliness also means inside. What we are thinking, what we are doing, what we are, uh, the way the thought process is, that transforms one's character. Because what we think, we are then creating an image and then we are going to act on it eventually. So this is talking about how we can create that strong character of women. It is talking about what is the role of women that can transform just, it's, it's the basic steps, like you know somebody is just a small child, they are first connected with their mother. So what the, her character is easily transformed is, is transferred to the other, to the offsprings. We can see that it's not only emotional, but it is also the learnings that the child has right from childhood. They are then transferred to the uh, uh, children. There is, there is this one uh, famous uh, story that there was this thief and he had been stealing right from childhood. He was stealing and stealing and stealing. And he used to bring all that to home and mother never said anything. She just used to enjoy and she's like, ha ha ha, you stole something. And then it became so bad that this thief, you know, he was given a punishment, capital punishment. He was hanged, he was hanged to death. And he said, what's your last wish? That's generally what they do. You know, when they, uh, there is a, somebody who's on capital punishment, they usually ask, what do you want? He said, I want to see my mother. And then when the mother came, you know, he just, know, bit her ear off. It's like, oh my God, what a, what a horrendous thing to do, like horrendous thing to do everybody. Like, why did you do this? It's like, that's because my mother always heard what I did, but she was indifferent. She did not do anything. And my character, what I am now is because of that. Of course, it's not blaming, we are not giving any blames, but the point is, it's like a clay. The child and the mind is like a clay. Whatever way you know you can, uh, you give the shape, it will be there. It will take the shape and the form accordingly. So if the atmosphere is spiritual, if the whole home is surcharged with spiritual energy, then that child also becomes a perfect. He's learning to be a devotee. And then he becomes, a per when he grows up, he becomes a perfect, whatever Brahmana, Shudra, Vaishya, Kshatriya, whatever his role. And then that becomes the perfect, uh, he becomes a perfect individual in the society. And that's how when all these units are perfect, that's how the whole society becomes perfect. We have also read in the first chapter of Bhagavad Gita, how Arjuna is giving reasons why he doesn't want to fight. And one of the reasons is he's talking about the role of women, that how you know, when women will be polluted, then at that point of time, there'll be no, some, there'll be no elders, there'll be women, they'll be all independent, and then all the family traditions will be vanquished, and there'll be Varna Shankaras and all. And it's talking of the same thing, the character of women. That if women are not strong in character, the society will be full of unwanted population, which is nothing but Varna Shankara. And which is what is happening in the modern society now. Lots of crimes, lots of problems, those things that did not exist in the past. And it's because there's no proper training. People's, you know, first uh, nowadays, rather than mother being the first, um, first teacher, they have the phones. 
and whatever you know even like a small child few months they know how to do this swipe right swipe left this 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 everything they know and it's just because there is no proper training so this is this is the role of mother this is the role of a women in society and this is what it is it's 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 said that you know prabhupada specifically said that women i i like to quote it properly what prabhupada said that uh amazing so the the prabhupada says that the closest or the most selfless love that we can see in this material world is that of a, between a mother and a child rest everything is full of desires full of motives full of uh, uh full of lot of uh, you know like a contract you know like we can see even today these days the marriage are also a contract with a something called prenup you know what is yours you maintain what is mine i maintain like marriage are also contract and the marriages are also based on sense gratification like you know you you scratch my back i scratch your back and we both are satisfied and the moment those those terms are not working the moment that it's not working that that contract terms of the contract are not kept you know you know you not satisfying me i'm not satisfying you we see a lot of divorce and that is what is happening but here a lot of things are said how should a woman behave it said a woman must dress nicely and decorate herself with golden ornaments for the pleasure of the lord so this is one thing the woman keeps herself so nice so much uh, like clean and pure that the husband is attracted to her she so he doesn't look out he's not looking towards other people and then what it is said is there is another thing then it says okay she should decorate herself with golden ornaments and everything so does that mean that we always think of one more sari one more gold one more you know pester husband that i want this i want this no the next verse says should not be greedy so this is also there not just you know thinking about how i look and how the sarees and how the gold ornaments but there is also there do not to be greedy it's it's very very important you know it's it's the nature of women somehow that they are very chanchala and they they tend to divert but scriptures are there to guide us scriptures are saying here they must be satisfied in all circumstances so this is also one more thing that we see in the modern society that if if there is something wrong if the husband is not healthy if some circumstances uh, he doesn't look as good whatever happens then there is the terms are not fulfilled of their desires their their contract and the marriage ends but then prabhupada gives a wonderful example prabhupada has himself seen that on the sides of the street in bombay there are a lot of beggars and prabhupada you know he said that this is 1930s or 1940s he said that there was this women young and uh, somehow the husband's face was deformed it was some accident or something happened and the face was completely deformed but even though they are beggars they are clean so the wife was taking good care of him keeping him clean and you know not not just okay his husband just you know but keeping him clean she is young she is beautiful but still she is there with that deformed husband and still serving that so even those who are like not so well to do they are also doing this this is what the vedic culture was that it's it's vows you know like we have initiation vows even like marriage is also one of the 10 samskaras and there is a vow the husband takes and then there is vows that you know wife takes and it's fulfilling those vows for life 
that until something, you know, they say until death do us apart. So this is what it's actually meant to be. It's not just some things change, you know, it said, uh, what's that? Love at first sight and divorce at first fight. Not just, you know, like, uh, just, you know, okay, we like we everything and the moment there is first argument, okay, finish. Not that, it's commitment. It's, it's something that, uh, that is why one has to rely on the scriptures, that what the scriptures say, what, what, what has to be done, what not to do. And like I am saying, if all the parts of the, of the society, they know exactly what to do and it comes together, everything fits together nicely and the society becomes ideal on its own. And that's why Prabhupada also gave us so many insights. He knew about you know, what happens in the modern days. So he also gave some, some wonderful examples here, like some scenarios here. What is Prabhupada saying? Prabhupada is saying about, uh, you know, let's say now that divorce, is that an option? That's what Prabhupada is saying here. Prabhupada is saying that what happens in case one woman, one woman is very chaste, she is doing everything and the husband is, is not chaste. Husband is not, he's, he's a naradam. So, Prabhupada is giving a wonderful uh, insight into that matter here, that it's not that, you know, women is a slave. Whatever, you know, what, is, what, what they say, Pati uh, Parmeshwar, you know, that's the thing. Yes, Pati is Parmeshwar, if he is also worshipping Parmeshwar. But if he is not, if he is engaging in all these activities which are sinful, you know, can be so many problems, but Prabhupada has narrowed it down to four. If he is not if he is into illicit sex, gambling, intoxication, is into all these things, then the women can be separate from husband. It's not that they have to serve such a husband. That you know, it's it's not like you are now that together now finish end. You don't have to. That's why sometimes when people say that Vedic culture is about uh, suppressing women or suppressing like keeping them as slave, that's not what it is said here. Women do have their own position, they can, Prabhupada has said such wonderfully here, that they should not live together. They can be separated, but there is no question of finding another one and marrying another one. That's, that's the criteria that Prabhupada puts. Because there are sometimes, it so happens, there are scenarios where you have to, like I, I know one case in, in, in um, person that uh, the husband suffered from uh, somehow AIDS. Now how does that even happen, we all know. And in that case, there was no point in staying together and keeping Mataji and that husband together and then she also gets sick somehow. And that's why it was advised, they become separated. So this is what, this is, what is advised even in scriptures, that not that you just, you know, you just become like a horse, you know, the horse has got those uh, things that they can't look on right or left. Scriptures here are advising us in what case Women, women can just, you know, become separated from the husband. This is also there. So, the idea is that the society is based not on what we need, what you need, what I need. It's, it's how we can serve the Lord together. That's the whole point. That's the whole idea. And that's where the whole uh, purport is based on. That it's not just, see, the last says, make spiritual progress in Krishna consciousness. That's how, the, that's how it's meant to be. So if that is the goal, if, if you know, both husband and wife, they have different desires, they are together, they have different upbringing, different experiences, they are coming together 
and if they still maintain their individuality which is allowed but if the goal is to serve and please Krishna if Krishna is kept at center then they'll be happy like you know we, we always give Prabhupada always used to give this example that you know you go to a riverside and you throw a stone and if you throw a stone it forms those concentric circles right but then if I throw a stone and if you throw a stone severe how what happens it just collides Similarly, if husband and wife, they keep their own uh, desires and maintain about their own individuality, then there will be clashes. But if they both keep Krishna in center and the stone goes in the, in the same place, there will be concentric circles. And when, when husband and wife are in unison, in a harmony, perfect relation with Krishna, the offspring, they will see this and they will imbibe those qualities and they will also become like that. There are examples of uh, wonderful mothers we have in scriptures. Dhruv Maharaj. Dhruv Maharaj's mother, she was personally going through a lot in her life. But when Dhruv Maharaj suffered, uh, suffered the problems, she did not say that, okay, that's fine, this is part of life. She said, go and worship Lord Vishnu. And we know what happened to Dhruv Maharaj then. He saw uh, Lord Vrishni uh, Garbha. And then, even at the end of his life, Dhruv Maharaj was so grateful that, you know, my mother is my guru. That, you know, when, when the airplanes came from Vaikuntha to take him, he first asked, what about my mother? And then Vishnu Dutta said, no, your mother is already gone. So this is the glorious role of mother. They, they're not just uh, keeping house clean and just, just the, all those menial chores. That's not the part. This is the role the mother have. And that is why Mataji's is the word Prabhupada said. The females are given respect as Mataji, mother, not sister, not anything else, not Devi, nothing like that. Mataji, it's, it's a very, very important responsibility. And because she was such pure in character, look at what happened to her children. Another example that comes in mind of a powerful, strong mother is Kunti Maharani. Now, Queen Kunti, we all know she had five glorious sons. Such an exemplary woman that, you know, normally there is problems between co-wives. So she had uh, Madri who was her co-wife. And when Pandu left his body, she, Madri said, I may see my children and your children. They were separate, like uh, Yudhishthir, Bhima and Arjuna were born of uh, Kunti's womb and um, Nakul and Sahadev were born of Madri's womb. So Madri said, I may see them, your children, my children, but I know you are so strong in your character that you will not distinguish between these children. You will see them as your own. And then she became, she sacrificed, she went uh, in the holy pyre along with her husband. But, uh, you know, Queen Kunti stayed back to take care of children. And we know that they faced so many challenges. Any challenge, like we all face challenges in our life, what's new? But her challenges were very, very severe. Just imagine a single mother and her children poisoned, everyday clash. You know, this is wrong, your children, this. First she had to prove actually. Forget about all this. First she had to actually prove that these are, uh, she had prove her character that, you know, these are not just uh, uh, any, because Pandu had got this curse that he can't have children. 
so first she had to prove that yes these are authentic pandu maharaj children just imagine that you are already you lost your husband you lost everything you have five children responsibility and suddenly you have to even prove that you know these these are uh, like bona fide children they are not uh, nara varna shankara they are not like uh, born out of wedlock or anything something like that so she had to first prove that there were some rishis and they came and they confirmed so she had to first prove that and once that was there there was always a challenge there was this duryodhan and their party and they were always trying to uh, do damage to such an extent even as children bhim was given poison and thrown in river and then as they grew up there was a house made of wax and it was there was an attempt to kill them but she is such a strong character she is such a strong lady that she went in forest along with her children she did not say i'm just going to sit okay it doesn't matter to me she could have done that she could have just stayed back comforts of her home but she went with her children and at every step was guiding them in the right way such an exemplary mother and this is this is what 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 is the role of a mother it is said we we all know about the famous verse rishab dev says to his sons that uh, you know 5.5.18 18 that one should not become a guru one should not become a father one should not become a mother one should not become a demigod unless they can deliver their dependents so such is a responsibility it's not a ordinary thing it's not just about producing children not just taking uh, care of the house cleaning and all these things it's way 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 deeper it's it's a big huge responsibility that unless you can deliver your dependents you don't become a mother how important is that role and they have said both father and mother so it's not just that oh father just goes out he's doing something important mother stays back she's a housewife and she's not this is equal important role that they have in the society and this is this is what uh, what happens that when everybody knows their duties when everybody knows their roles then the result is the children will automatically be so full of character so spiritual that they will do they'll they'll um create changes in society which we all can see like we saw in the case yudhishthir maharaj arjuna they were so exemplary they were so powerful in their character that you know their kingdom was kingdom they ruled very successfully everybody was happy in their kingdom right so this is what happens um then just some examples of chaste we saw about mothers what are examples of strong powerful mothers some examples of chaste wife also uh, we know about mother sita we know about uh, you know how she is strong chaste and she followed she is king's daughter uh, but she still went along with her husband giving up all the comforts that is what here in the purport it says that woman should be engaged in service of husband with love according to time and circumstances not that just when you are king and i have 10 maids around me i will serve you not like that krishna he is he had so many wives and all the wives they had so many maid servants each of them they had like so many help at their hand but when it comes to serving krishna each wife took pleasure in it they did not just assign the roles and duties they personally did cooking for krishna they personally served krishna and we have that famous past time where you know krishna book elaborately describes about how 
um, uh, Rukmini was standing and fanning Lord, you know, when he was taking prasadam and all those things. That's the pleasure they derived in serving Krishna. So this is what is needed. And not just according to time, okay, we have palace and we serve accordingly. Mother Sita, she used to serve in such a way, even in forest, she used to just serve and Lord Ram was so pleased with her, with her behavior, with her character, with her service. Draupadi, she had five husbands. But what she, she used to be like, you know, there was, there is a pastime where all the queens of Krishna are asking that how, you know, you are serving your husband so nicely. What is your secret? How, you know, you, can, you are doing this? And then she tells them that, you know, I wake up before anybody else and I sleep. I'm the last one to sleep. So if you just, you know, if you're just sitting on a chair and giving orders, that doesn't happen, right? But she herself is doing all these things. She is she's setting an example that not just bossing around, but she used to do, she used to take pleasure in all these things. So there are so many things she used to do and this is one of the things she said. The other thing she said is, I only advise when I'm asked for. When the king's, when the king's daughters were you know, raised, they had so much knowledge, same similar knowledge to the princess about politics, about fight and everything. They were not just, uh, they, they were not just like ordinary girls. They, they knew everything. But Draupadi's character was, she only spoke when uh, uh, she was asked for advice. So this is also one of the things, there are so many points they say, but this is one, one thing that Draupadi mentioned that, you know, how she's taking care of her household. And then there are examples. There is this um, Naradamyanti. Some, some there is a pastime where uh, her husband also became poverty stricken and they became so poverty stricken that there was no cloth. She is also king's daughter, but she still continued serving her husband. She still continued serving so much that, you know, doesn't matter. It's I'm king's daughter, okay, you don't have money anymore, you've lost all your opulence. No. So this is what it means to serve according to time and circumstance. Doesn't matter what you have. You have, you have a whole uh, opulence at your uh, excess, use that. If you don't have whatever you have, you use that to serve your husband. And uh, then we'll discuss about some examples from scriptures which, which Prabhupada here describes, Naradhama. It's very interesting with scriptures also we have some examples like that. We have example of Mandodri. Mandodri is Ravan's wife. And we knew what kind of illicit activities Ravan was engaged in. He had women, he was gambling. Though born in a very, very pious Brahmana family, he was still engaged in you know, all these illicit activities. So much so that he kidnapped Mother Sita, the goddess of fortune. So much blind by his lusty desires. And what did Mandodri do? She was not jealous because Ravana had so many other uh, uh, females, co-wives and everything. But she said, this one female, please, you know, don't do anything wrong here. And she advised and advised and constantly advised. But of course, Ravana did not listen and we knew the end he made. But she was still chaste, she was still pure in character and she still thought of the perfect well-being of her husband. Right? Then there is example of Ajamil. What happened to Ajamil? We have all heard his pastime that he was with a beautiful young wife with parents and all, but he gave them up. And ultimately married or started living with somebody else. 
But what happened to the wife? She did not go and marry someone else. She, she still was there. And Ajamil then regretted in the end when he realized his mistake. He was regretting that, you know, I had such beautiful wife and I did not take care of her. So these are the examples that they were separated. They were giving the right advice, but they still remained chaste. They were not thinking of some other men or going somewhere else or doing anything else. So these are the examples of chaste women. These are the examples of what what a strong character is like. We saw mothers, we saw examples like that. There's one more example that Prabhupada gives in uh, case of uh, Ramanujacharya. The Ramanujacharya had, had a disciple, so he went one day, he knew Ramanujacharya knew this is their house, and he knocked, and the house is open, nobody came out. So he's wondering, what is happening? Like, you know, this is my disciple's house. I know house is open. Why is nobody answering? And then he knocked one more time and then came a knock from inside. And he understood that there is somebody inside. There is my disciple's wife inside, but she's not coming out because they have no cloth. So poor, just imagine, no cloth. No cloth. So they were living naked in, in the house, whatever house they had. So then Ramanujacharya gave his uh, cloth and then she put it on, she came out, offered obeisances to Gurudev and then, then she said, okay, please come for prasadam. And just imagine, they are so poor, they have no uh, cloth and then she's saying, come for prasadam. So then she goes to a nearby grocer. Now this grocer was always interested in her. She somehow used to say, you know, why you are living with your husband, give him up, I'll, I'll take good care of you, this, that. This one time she agreed to his proposal. I said, I'll agree to your proposal. Just give me everything, rice, ghee, whatever I need because my Gurudev is coming. So what she did, she took everything and she made a good offering and then the husband came home. The husband came home and then uh, she said, oh, very, how, how, do you, how you got all these things? We don't have any money. How did you get all these things? And she told about the arrangement. I agreed to our grocer's demands. I'll go to him in exchange of this. Husband said, okay, no problem. Now that you have promised, you take all this prasadam and go to him. This is, this is what happened, really, this happened. And then when she went, the heart of the grocer, whatever, the storekeeper changed. He said, you are such pure in your character, such uh, uh, chaste, I, I don't want anything. Whenever you need anything, just come and take. So this is, these are the examples. She, she served to the best of her capacity according to her circumstances. And she served a guru also in, in, in this way, not that just, you know, okay, husband. Because you are, ultimately, husband is serving the guru. So when the wife is serving husband nicely, she is pleasing guru, pleasing Krishna. So this is, this is how it goes, because normally when sannyasis or advanced devotees, you can't go, matajis can't just go and you know, touch their feet or something. But they are getting all this mercy is flowing through husband. Because she is serving husband, husband is serving them and like that. That's how it goes. And they're both serving Krishna together. So this is what happens. This is, uh, this is how uh, the society functions as a whole when everybody is is knows their duties, knows what their responsibilities are, and then work in, in a harmony as a team. So I was just thinking, maybe we can, uh, uh, like, you know, uh, uh, we can just, some few pointers on how the husband and wife can live together, just like what, what is Grihastha Ashram, how can that, you know, we all have differences, we all have some conflicts. Just few points that I found maybe we can use. 
so first one is if we base our marriage if we base our relationship the household as as a whole if we base it on guru sadhu and shastra not fulfilling each other's demands desires of course that is there that is one goal of it but those desires should be in terms of in 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 the jurisdiction of guru sadhu and shastra if they are there then we can work as a team and and work towards that otherwise the example of stone again that you know it will be concentric not concentric circles it will be clashes the second is focused on spiritual growth and progress so everybody's goal in the family is centered to krishna be it husband wife children everybody knows that it's not what we like it's not what we want but it's what krishna wants we keep that in center because if all the individuals with all their own karmas their own desires act in a different way then there'll be a chaos but if everybody is acting in such a way you know that okay this is krishna's household this is way we live then it becomes easier it's not seen marriage is not seen as opportunity for sense enjoyment just because husband and wife are living together or it's a concession for people with half hearted desires no krishna is still the center you are still associating with female but there are rules regulations and according to guru sadhu shastra then there is something called spiritual equality so you know all this all this that what is happening in the modern world it's men and women rights liberation women's liberation it's because they are artificially trying to put equality they are trying to see on the basis of the body but if a family is based on spiritual equality that we are all parts and parcels of krishna and if we work in that that respect then there is automatically spiritual spiritual equality be it men women children there is no uh, there is no inequality everybody is just working as eternal servant of krishna excuse me but everybody has their different roles and they are working in their duties in those regards then there is positive and realistic expectations there is one thing like you know there were few days ago nitai sevini mataji and samba prabhu were here and there was a point that was made that not everybody is going to be like pralad maharaj we don't expect our children to be like pralad maharaj so there has to be some we of course we give them best what we can even with husband and wife we try but those expectations have to be realistic we don't have to just judge them based on on the ideal but we have to work towards becoming that ideal not that oh this is wrong that is wrong and this is what they must do and this is everything has to be based on realistic also it as much as we want to follow guru sadhu shastra but they also tell us to behave according to time place circumstances so that becomes very important now then there is mutual respect and appreciation okay not just because you're staying at home you know what you're doing all day like you know that's that's a normal thing oh what you're doing all day like that's not how it is it's respect and appreciation yes your role is important my role is important and together we are helping each other go towards krishna so there is mutual respect and appreciation in every every aspect then there is commitment and dedication now this one is very important there was this prabhupad disciple he, he was brahmachari and he said to prabhupad now i want to get married i want to get married and prabhupad said okay he got married and sure enough within few days he says prabhupad i want to take sanyas now <laughs> and prabhupad was very happy with that of course not prabhupad said what you are going through is not because of your external circumstances that you are single you are married you are lacking krishna consciousness 
you don't have that krishna consciousness that is why you are finding fault with situations around you similarly you know it it always you know we have seen in hollywood bollywood movies that you know uh, and they lived happily ever after that never happens when there is marriage there are different people coming together different background upbringing culture beliefs experiences karma so it's a lot of compromise lot of understanding and lot of uh, commitment needed to still go through it and prabhupada has given us nicely here four criteria if the husband is not following you can give up but other things if there are conflicts and problems you can always seek help there is always uh, you know senior devotees available guru is available we have some some temples have counseling system everything is available but if those four criteria criteria are not met prabhupada has told us here that there is there is always a separation possible in that too can go according with you know instructions of senior devotees guru sadhu shastra that that is that is something that can but for it to be really uh, for the marriage and married life and the household to be really grihastha there is commitment and dedication needed and then there is open and honest communication most of the times he said she said things in the mind and then it doesn't work when there is open and honest communication then grihastha life can go very well so uh thank you all very much i like to end here granthraj shrimad bhagavatam ki jai any questions comments Hare Krishna Mataji, thank you for the nice class. Um, if there is a married couple, okay, and the husband is inclined into spirituality, but the wife is not, how the husband should deal with the wife? It's a very, very good question, Prabhu. When husband is more inclined to spirituality and wife is not, what to do? The question is, give a lot of love. Sometimes we see that person goes to spirituality and they forget, you know, wife. the wife usually feels ignored and all but give a lot of love give a lot of attention give not that just because you are not following my path that you are not good a lot of love you still follow your principles you still follow your commitment whatever you are following and with love slowly slowly you will be able to attract them this is this is a very common thing that happens and i know an example that and flip side i know there is this mataji she was very much inclined in serving or devotees she took initiation she progressed spiritually but she always made sure her husband was taken care of always having prasadam for him always taking care of his needs what he needs you know taking care of his family and slowly now after so many years the husband also took up krishna consciousness both are initiated and practicing so it's mainly with the love you want to follow the principles but not ignore the other person that's where the problem starts when there is one person is left alone but if they do it together and they talk like you know open communication i want to do this i want to it's just a matter of communication it's just a matter of being honest what you are what you want and slowly slowly you know love after all attracts everyone so if they you know and krishna is the center if krishna if they, if the devotees are channeling their love to krishna eventually the other person will also be pulled and that happens in many cases like we've seen like even even so many devotees in congregation one person is inclined and the other person uh, just takes up nicely but it's 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 the lot of giving it's it's lot of you have to give a lot you have to put lot of effort into it and then it slowly happens over a period of time we can't suddenly have expect like overnight magic yeah. thank you
Thank you, Mataji. Hare Krishna, Mataji. Thank you for the nice class. Mataji, you mentioned how when we do, we don't work under Guru Shastra and Guru Shastra and Lord Krishna, then there can be collision of circles. But Mataji, we see even after, even sometimes when we work under Guru Shastra and Lord Krishna, there can be a collision of circles because like one person is inclined to another service and the other one is more inclined towards another. So how do we understand this? Very good question. What is the center here? One person wants to do one service, one person wants to do another service. But what is the center? What is the center point? They want to serve Krishna. So the, there is no klesha. They are still trying to serve. But it's a different flavor. For example, you may like playing Vridanga. I don't know how to play Vridanga. Right? Same with husband and wife. One may like something, one may not like something. So. According to your interest, if you are still serving Krishna, those little bit of background chatter is good. Because you know, when, when you put it said, when you put two vessels together, there will be some noise, there will be some friction. That's okay, that's healthy friction. But it's not major to a point where I can't see your face, get out, I want divorce. It's not to that point. You still have your differences, but you work in such a way that it will happen. Because ultimately, if the center is Krishna, and both are trying to serve Krishna. There are even sometimes clashes like, sometimes uh, problems like, who is serving, who is, what, what is the best way to serve Krishna? But ultimately the center is Krishna. So those kind of clashes, you can still have communication and accept it. And you, know, you can just work through it. It's kind of, those differences can be worked through. It's not something that, it's, it's a major thing. Yeah? Hare Krishna. Yes, Prabhu Hare Thank you, Prabhu. Uh, we came from Sydney first time to this temple. Oh, Jai, welcome. Radha. Thank Hare you, Mataji. So, actually, when I came and I read the verse, then I realized uh, that this verse is very difficult to explain. <laughs> and then I saw Brahmacharis here. And maybe I said, oh, like, who is going to take the class? But when you sat on the Vyasasana and then we nicely explain about the verse, the chastity of the Matajis. And not only that, the importance of the balance you have nicely mentioned according to the Sanatan Dharma and the, is a modern, now we are in modern age, era. And with the nice examples and Srila Prabhupada quotes, even the Ramanujacharya's example, so, it's so wonderfully you have explained. So, thank you very much, Mataji. Thank you, Prabhu. Thank you. It's, it's just, uh, even when I read the verse, I was a bit like, chaste wife, how can I? <laughs> Knowing myself, I'm thinking, how am I going to speak of it? But somehow, Bhagavatam was merciful and I could take some. Also, um, I also like to mention, uh, this is something personal, but we are talking, so I might even mention that. When I finished my education, I was two years, I was being trained uh, with two devotees. Uh, they are my Shiksha Guru, uh, Jamuna Bhakti Mataji and Hari Chandra Prabhu. And uh, both of them, they took so much effort in me. I was like their daughter. They, they already had daughters of my age, they were married, but now they took it their personal mission to, you know, 
how I can live in such a way that my marriage is peaceful and I still remember whatever teachings they gave me and whatever you know I can speak or the way I can act or behave is because what they taught me it's, it's very very I am very grateful to them because those two years actually I, I can't you know imagine how Krishna had planned for me to be in that place in association of that devotees in the learnings I had it's just amazing. I, I still recall what they taught me and you know, I still uh, try to live by what they taught me, so, yeah. Granth Raj Srimad Bhagavatam ki? Jai. Srila Prabhupada ki?